Bonjour à toutes et tous. Uh, welcome to another episode of Presque Parisien. I'm your co-host Vilara, joined by your other co-host Kelly. Hello everyone. Today we are recording in my local climbing gym, Climb Up, at Port Italy. Um, we're sitting in the cafe, canteen. It's a nice space to chill out mm-hmm. and relax and come after you've done a climbing session. There's lots of people here on laptops. It's a lovely co-working space and study space. And it's pretty chill. Indeed. So why are we here today? Because today we'll be talking about working out. Uh, it's a topic we found that has quite a few stereotypes attached to it, actually. And we'll take a quick deep dive in working out and fitness culture in France, yep. especially in Paris. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Kelly, before starting, may I please mention mm-hmm. what's up with the obsession of French diets and like French people being thin with their French way of living? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Because every platform I try to find information on about French people, like do they exercise, do they not exercise, uh-huh. it ended up giving me information on French diets. Right, okay. That wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah. The internet is absolutely polluted with this kind of content. It's mm-hmm. it's madness. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I guess we can debunk this another time. But for now, mm-hmm. we're strictly mm-hmm. going to talk about fitness culture here, not right. French diets. Um, we found some resources, I would say, but our perspective will be mainly based on our observations. Sure. Okay. Let's go. Here's one stereotype. French people do not like to work out. Actually, that's, that's quite a sweeping generalization, yes. and I'm not quite sure I agree with, the mm-hmm. fact, with this um, statement that French people don't like to work out. In an article that was published in 2022, which there will be a link in the show notes to, mm-hmm. the Ministry of Health has given like a recommended level or a recommended criteria for exercise mm-hmm. um, to reach like a healthy state. And according to those figures, only 5% of French people do enough to reach mm-hmm. that. More specifically, there's 70% of women do not do enough um, mm-hmm. in terms of those criteria, and 40% of men do. So what they're generally saying is that men are more likely to work out than women. Parisians in general are known to be quite sedentary mm-hmm. and that, you know, an awful lot of office jobs not mm-hmm. moving around that much. And in fact, also according to this article, Nicolas Sarkozy was um, judged for being out jogging um, <laughs> because it was seen as being like too American. Ah, I see, I see. I do remember that Sarkozy was a bit active, like he was really actively exercising, doing lots of mm. sports. And amongst the majority of the French presidents, he was the most active, so that did shock the French a little bit. (laughs) So all of that aside, we do have another source that says as recently as 2018, France found itself number three behind the UK and Germany for fitness. But it was still seen as um, stereotypical in France to have like a glass of wine or cigarettes, um, you know, the, the eating culture that we're very familiar with. But I believe that the rise of like low cost gyms have really helped to try and turn around the popularity of working out. Yeah, I think this is the case because like when I first came here in 2013, I couldn't really find a lot of gyms to subscribe to. And I remember looking into this back then and uh, seeing that a few gyms started in the 80s. I guess that was like the uh, reaction to the aerobics movement. <laughs> uh, then it was quiet for a period until the 2010s. Uh, then more and more gyms started opening up, to name a few, uh, I don't know, fitness park, easy gym, basic fit, magic form. Uh, I used to go to Neonis, which was about like 20 euros a month. 
And now I'm going to Sac de la Forme because they have a sauna inside <laughs> and it's about uh, 30 euros a month. Mm -hmm. I would say these prices for Paris are quite budget friendly. Mind you though, there will always be this fait de dossier, something like a first time inscription fee, okay. which is legal but considered as a deception ad advertisement as they don't put it in the initial pricing and they let you know as you're doing the inscription so you learn at last minute that you have to pay this. Right, okay. I'll put a link on the show notes to explain what that is and the same link also provides the information on how to cancel mm -hmm. your subscription because you have a withdrawal period for uh, 14 days before the conclusion of a contract or you'll be stuck paying for another year. Okay. I mean, cancelling yearly subscriptions in France is a pain, honestly. Mm. Uh, a very administrative process. I do remember you to tell me about these subscriptions and it, and it felt even in theory too much to do. I was like, no, because now I have a deadline to try and cancel it, otherwise mm. I'm going to be paying something else and paying something else. And it mm. felt like because it was too much to do, I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, and once you get in, if you're lazy, uh, that's, I guess, how some gyms make money. <laughs> yeah, just forget it's coming out your bank exactly. and there you go. So it's been reported that the presence of um, Pilates and yoga studios has almost doubled in like the last 15 years. Hmm. This was seen before as something that was just there for rich prisons. Hmm. Um, but now with studios and more affordable bobo areas popping up all over the place, it's far more accessible and far more affordable. <laughs> I guess uh, being a bobo, I think I can say that is the case. Like there are more and more accessible uh, studios for yoga, yoga and pilates. Um, I would say studios in Paris can unfortunately be quite dirty. That's why I prefer a bit more like bougie places. Um, for hot yoga, for example, I love modo yoga. I was just there this morning actually uh, and I've been going there for about two years now. I love working out with uh, the classes um, uh, Valeriana and Sonia and if uh, you're a bit up for a challenge, Romain is also good. Mm -hmm. Hot yoga wasn't really a thing in Paris but it's becoming uh, more and more common. I've also been to Yuz Yoga but it's quite expensive so I cannot afford to go there. But Moda Yoga is really one of the cleanest hot yoga studios in Paris, in my opinion, which offers classes that I can actually afford. And talking about cleanliness, uh, Aqua Bay is a pretty nice aqua biking uh, place. There's this stereotype of aqua biking being a granny sport. <laughs> and nope, I can confirm there are people of all ages and genders there. And they also have a sauna. <laughs> uh, they have four places in Paris. And another place that I go to uh, for boxing is Episode Hub. They have six studios around Paris, very well organized, clean with like high-end products like Aveda hair care products or uh, Dyson hair dryers. So it's really it's giving bougie vibes. <laughs> um, can I also like give a shout out to the best coach ever, Borami, mm -hmm. if you're listening? His energy is unmatched and I've also done personal training sessions with him. Uh, I totally recommend him. I'll leave his Insta on the show notes if you want to hit him up for a session. Uh, but yeah, these are the places I'd like to go. And that being said, today we're in Climb Up and this is a place that you like to come to, right? So yeah, I do come here quite often. Um, bouldering and climbing isn't really that new here. Um, in fact, not far from here is one of the world's most famous bouldering sites in Fontainebleau, hmm. um, which since like, the 19th century has been used for like training alpine climbers. I couldn't find any data on this. It was just like lists and lists mm -hmm. of like climbing gyms, which I can share in the show notes. But it's becoming insanely popular 
there's so many new gyms opening up in the short time that I've lived here and I don't even think that it's actually just here in France. Hmm. Um, it's such an all-rounder sport, it's good for the body, it's good for the mind, it's great for meeting people and it's very Instagrammable. True. So yeah, I come bouldering and climbing here, I climb up in Port Italy. There's another climb up in Obervilli, which is um, much, much bigger, mm -hmm. um, kind of much more fun than here as well. Um, each Salle de Escalade offers different packages for membership. You need to decide what value for your money next to how often mm -hmm. you actually go. Um, and some gyms can also include like yoga sessions and saunas and steam rooms and the like. Yes, that's very true actually. Like when you come to think about the studios that I also mentioned, if you book them like individual classes, uh, per class it can be starting from 20 euros and up, so it's a considerate amount of budget, although they do offer membership stuff as well, so you really need to look into it. But another way to book these kind of studios is to use the apps. So there is um, ClassPass, Urban Sports Club or GymLib, and when you use these apps and book in advance, actually classes used to, can be around 14 to 17 euros per class, which is more affordable. You pay it by credits and you part purchase monthly credits. I personally use ClassPass. It does require some kind of mathematics to use it, so be aware. Um, there are a lot of policies around it, but I can leave my own personal free trial link in the show notes if you're interested in becoming a paid member for ClassPass. Let's look into another myth now, okay. Kelly. Mm -hmm. uh, the myth is about French people, especially women, even though that they do work out, they don't talk about it. As if they prefer to be discreet and secretive about it. <laughs> Do you think this is true? Uh, I would say this is um, completely false, actually. I, I think anyone who enjoys... I think everyone enjoys talking about the sport that they do, their, their achievements, their personal base, mm -hmm. like what it is. Yeah, no, I think this is complete nonsense. Definitely, and I, I agree with you on this one. Plus, it can be a social thing as well, because I know so many people who play football or go climbing uh, together with their friends so people do talk about it and even do sports together. Yeah. So we have to talk about another huge shift in the culture of the city um, which is the installation of all the new cycle lanes. Mm. People are opting to use these instead of public transport which kind of goes in the face of that sedentary lifestyle that mm -hmm. I mentioned before. Mayor Anne Hidalgo's plans for like a 100% bikeable city by 2026. Right now like they're subject to a lot of debate yeah. Um, and we'll cover this in more detail in a future episode but for now like we can't really deny that the presence of cyclists um, in the streets and along the, the Seine river banks has massively increased just in general the banks of the Seine are such a beautiful place to go and run and walk and cycle and mm -hmm. you know sometimes you can even take a dance class down there now that much of it is car free yeah. Also dotted around the city are a few open-air gyms um, with machines that kind of use your own body weight. I'm personally too intimidated to use these spaces, but they're free for people if you want to. Yeah, given that they're free, I think they're very popular in lower economical income neighbourhoods, but not necessarily in Paris, I would say. Although, like as you said, it's very common to see outdoor like dancing or yoga classes in the banks of Seine or parks of Paris, I don't think they're free though. I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the dancing classes are free. I've, I've observed them mm -hmm. um, and it looks really fun and it's very yeah. beautiful, but at the same time I'm like, I'm not really sure how I join in on this. Mm. 
we should have a look. Yeah. If you folks know any of these dance classes, let us know, please. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's like a dancing club. You know, you could join like a dancing club. Maybe. Um, and then they just go and use that space by the by the river. Maybe. But yeah, let's look into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another myth that we hear about Parisians is that they do not go out wearing athletic leisure wear. What do you think about this? Uh, this is a hard one. I'd say this is 100% true. <laughs> Even men coming to the gym or the studio, I see the majority of people fully dressed in their daily outfit and changing in the locker room to their sports clothes. And then they do the same after the sessions. I've literally seen people putting their gym clothes inside of their daily outfit and changing in the locker room. Now, please don't think of me like some kind of a creep in the locker room. I swear I'm not. Uh, but anyway, I think it's about being presentable somehow. For example, my partner absolutely refuses to go out, like even to pick up the delivery from our courtyard in a sweatpants. Okay. And uh, this is even the case for being dressed up properly in your apartment, I would say. Once we went to pick up something from an American friend of mine, mm -hmm. and he thought that we had just woken them up because I caught they were dressed in their PJs. <laughs> Whereas they were just like dressed in their casual outfit at home. So yeah, it's also somehow seen as an outfit of people from the banlieue, maybe. Uh, so I believe they see it as an identifier of someone's social class too, maybe. Uh, but I think maybe with the Generation Z's understanding of fashion, things are starting to change. But from my engagements with French people and Parisians, at leisure is a no-no for daily outfit. <laughs> you know, I think what you've said is like absolutely true. Um, but I actually do go out in sweatpants. Um, <laughs> you know, I. Like at the supermarket, if I went out in my sweatpants, are, are people judging me? Um, maybe. Um, do people think I'm coming from some sort of lower class? Like, I, I don't know, right? And actually, I could care less. Like, I would never go out, out mm -hmm. in my sweats, but like, day to day, sort of running mm -hmm. errands around where I live, like, I don't mind, you know? I have no one to impress. <laughs> and that's a mic drop, folks. <laughs> But I guess in conclusion, I'd say that we both like working out and we live in Paris where these trends impact our judgments. But we think Parisians do work out. Plus, as we keep mentioning in almost every single episode, Paris is a walkable city. People do move around regularly in the city, regardless of having uh, white collar office jobs, uh, whether it's walking or taking the obligatory stairs to the metro to go out, to do shopping, to stroll around, basically, which is called balade. And it's absolutely in the Parisian culture of living. What do you think? Yeah, I do agree. Um, I think the stereotypes of the Parisian sedentary lifestyle, the smoking, the drinking on the terraces, the eating bad but also good food, <laughs> um, has actually been debunked here for sure. So, Delara, do we have a quote today? Uh, yes, I found an anonymous one for mm -hmm. once. Uh, I, I found it in French, so I had to translate again. Mm -hmm. uh, but it says, uh, sport doesn't make you live older, it makes you live younger. What do you think? Yeah, well, it's, it's true, you know, it's um, keeping mobile. You're only as young as your spine, I believe, is the <laughs> expression. You know, you, um, you keep mobile, you keep active, 
then yeah, you're gonna stay young, you're gonna stay fit, and you're probably gonna live longer. So yes, it's true. Yeah, I absolutely agree with this because honestly, uh, as someone who tries to keep a really active lifestyle, my aim is not to live older, but live in a good condition as much as possible. So yeah, uh, I, th I think that's why I chose the coat as well. <laughs> it's a biased one, sorry folks. <laughs> so that's it for this week's episode of Presque Parisienne. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us, it would help us immensely. Um, you can also throw us a follow on Instagram mm -hmm. and you can email us any comments and questions and feedback to our email address, which is also on our show notes. Thank you everyone, à la prochaine. Ciao.